Welcome. Today you're in for a treat as I interview Ken Allen. His son, John, graduated last year from the University of Alabama, and then the COVID shutdown happened. And here's his story about how his son, John, landed his first job out of college. I hope you enjoy this show. Let's discuss. Hi, I'm Pat Batchelor, and this is the DIY Engineering Career Builder Podcast. With 25 years as an engineer and 10 as an engineering recruiter, I'm now stepping into the role of job search and career coach. I want to help you find the job in half the time and have fun doing it. Whether you're looking for your first job right out of college or your next job, or perhaps one day even your dream job, I'm here to help guide you to the next step. This will be fun, entertaining, educational, and most importantly, for you, empowering. So let's get started. Well, so it's good to catch up with you. I was just uh, excited that you're you're interested in joining joining me for a little bit, and uh, just wanted to kind of um, as I've started this this DIY program. One of the the goals was to kind of you know talk about success stories about how people have taken the course and how it um, worked out for them or not. And, and also, you know, when I'm talking to students, I say, you know, there's a lot of things you can only learn by being unemployed. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, you don't learn, there's just so many things in life that you learn through the tough times that, you know, we all wish, okay, I, I wish my life would all go easy and not be hard, but, you know, that's not always the, the way things, that's not the way we grow oftentimes. No, the, um, you know, we weren't, <clears throat> there's, for a good part of our life growing up, you're not employed, right? Right. And then at the latter part of your life, you're generally not employed. You hope not to be employed. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this period in between that you're employed and you're used to it. And there's obviously things that you get from it, like income and help live your lifestyle that you choose but uh, there's times during there that you don't have jobs some some people get to choose them some people don't right 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 and sometimes circumstances beyond our control intervene right yeah yeah you no know? yeah absolutely yeah, well, well it's, so definitely beyond, it's, it's definitely beyond your control but sometimes i think people think it is in their control Right. And they get all wrapped up with thinking that it's in their control and I should have done something. What else could I have done? And I can't believe I'm in this situation. How did I end up in this situation? Right. 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 Well, it's, um, you know, I can just think through the times where I've been unemployed and I, and I get it. You know, my, my son is kind of like yours. Uh, he graduated in August of last year. So, right. um, uh, so yours, I think, graduated in May and, yeah. and I was able to help him. But my son, it was just like, it, he, <laughs> he just 
hated being unemployed so much. It was just like, it was worse than going to the dentist without any Novocaine. <laughs> and, and I was like, you know, son, if you'll just kind of embrace this process and learn, learn that there are ways to go about networking, about having those conversations, um, once you learn those skills, and even if you don't want to practice them day in, day out, you know, engineers and IT folks oftentimes tend to be on that. I just want to solve problems. I don't want to necessarily engage with people in conversations yeah. and small talk. And, and I just say, you know, if you'll learn some of those techniques, those will really help you, uh, not just in, in the next time, because you know, this day and age, it's, we've kind of gravitated a little bit more towards, you know, the gig economy where, you know, you may work for a contract work for six months or three months or even two or three years. And if you figure out, let's say you, you, you know, you're in that boat, you're going to be changing jobs 20 times in your career. Right. And, and so learning those skills, if you learn them up front and early, you know, you're going to be able to make those transitions shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah. Uh, so it's just such a good skills to have. Plus, it just helps you in every area of life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I totally agree. It's uh, and it's you know when you know the the new generation that that's you know not the new but the generation that's coming to the workforce now. You know, it's um, the, the skills of of well, first off, I don't think they generally understand what an interviewer understands the position that they're in, right? That they're looking for talent. They're looking for good help. And you might be the good match. You might not. But guess what? They're, they have needs, right? And they're looking right. for them. And you need to be able to say, guess, they're receptive to people that are reaching out to them, help them find work. Right. Right. You know, at Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's interesting. One of the uh, after, you know, kind of the story, my story and why I even started this program was as an engineer, um, you know, back in 2009 or 10, you know, the economy had really fallen off here in Atlanta, oh, yeah. you know, almost 50 yeah. percent. And uh, and so I, I still had a job, but all my friends were getting laid off and and they said, well, Pat, can you help us find a job? And, and I would try and help and stuff. And, and uh, my heart just went out to these guys because there was, I was, you know, talking with uh, engineers right out of college, mid-level and even past retirement. And, you know, when you're unemployed, there's that angst of I've got to find a job. And so yeah. my heart really went out to them. So I decided, well, maybe I could, you know, after a while, I was like, what am I doing? You know, I've got a job. Why am I spending time with these guys? And I was like, oh. Maybe that's what, you know, what I need to be doing. So Maybe made that transition, right? made that transition into recruiting about eight years ago. And then, and then again, with COVID hit, you know, all my clients were like, man, let's hold off for a month or two. And I'm like, but I started getting all these calls from engineers saying, Hey, I got cut loose or things are slowed down or whatever. And, and so there it was again, I was like, you know what, I'm going to, going to dive in and try this out and see if I can help engineers take that next step. And I guess that's how I met your son, John. Uh, well, yeah, I was, I'm, not, uh, sure. It I'm was, not sure how he got a hold of me or how we connected. It was, 
I know um, we ended up, he, he went to a, maybe a webinar you held. Yeah. And out of it became um, clear that, you know, you, you had a program to offer and we talked about the price and then I think I met you, but it was, um, and I wrote the check, right? <laughs> so, but. Uh, <laughs> it was the best, it was the best, best money you ever spent, right? Best money ever. Uh, right. I'd do it twice again, right, Pat? Um. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I I tell my students this. I say, look, you're going to use this money, this investing this money in your career is yeah. going to be way more helpful for you than differential equations. <laughs> right, that's right, that's right. You know, so. <laughs> and a lot less painful. Well, should, maybe not painful, but a lot less painful. course, maybe that you teach at a university somewhere, right, about how to yeah. do this, right? Well, you know, I'm, I'm really am starting to reach out, uh, you know, to to folks that are close by. I see either Georgia Tech or Kennesaw State here in Atlanta. But, you know, my heart's with the Aggies back in Texas. So, so you know, and, and really these techniques work, you know, worldwide. So it's not like anything particular right. and not even necessarily just engineering related. It, you know, these are, you know, skill sets. I think we were even talking about your your role there at EY. and you know, sometimes, you know, it just makes a difference, you know, absolutely makes a difference these days on yeah. how to conduct yourself. And so, so what did he, how did he, what was his thoughts? I mean, he thought, of, he heard about the course, you called me up and said, Pat, why should I pay, pay you this kind of money? Uh, I guess I convinced you that it was worthwhile. What well, was I mean, it? yeah. I mean, you find out that, you know, there's, you, you have a personal story too that uh, we talked about, but uh, specifically with um, John, right? He was, uh, he was just, well, during his senior semester, his last senior semester, um, COVID came along in February and all of the career fairs were shut down. Right. So his, your typical opportunities right coming out of college to talk to to companies at career fairs dried up and gone just right gone. so he goes to graduation and there he doesn't there's no ceremony to walk right, right. so he just you know it's like so we had a little makeshift one when he came home and right got um, a little diploma <laughs> yeah yeah we made one up right and and he got finally got his real piece of paper and he they they actually did have a makeup walking ceremony in August that we went to. So the family got to do that. And that was, uh, that was good for him because that's some closure out of his years there. Oh yeah. And, um, but so there was no walking and I just, I looked at him, I said, well, you're home. We got internet. You're going to have to figure out how to go find a job because it's, they're not going to come knocking on our door looking for you. Right. I know, I know you're good. I think you're good. You think you're good, but they're really not going to come knocking on the door. No matter yeah. how good you are. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so we, we started and he used several, uh, I would feed him any link I could, you know, that made any sense <clears throat> of, of getting, getting, getting going. And right. Um, I, it was either LinkedIn and it, I think it might've been LinkedIn where you okay. said, Hey, I'm do it yourself. I didn't even notice it to do it, do it yourself. But it was engineers, recruits, I think I keep in a few keywords, right. To type in there. Yeah. And, and, and somehow, you know, it got to a link that you had. And okay. I said, I said, here, 
go, go, here's a webinar, go try this out, find out what, 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 and it was really, it was kind of the intro level webinar, but when it looks like it, it's like, okay, how to improve your LinkedIn skills, right? Right. And I think that's what your webinar was about. And yeah. he said, he said, well, and he comes back afterwards. He says, he's pretty, he's pretty good. He seems <laughs> to know stuff. He's, um, he's got some good methods, but of course there's a catch dad where the, the, he sells a real course. And I said, well, how much is it? Right. And, and I think it was, was it, was it 599 or 499? We paid something like that. Right? 497. <laughs> 497. Hey, what a deal. <laughs> See, I always thought, I already thought it was more money. I mean, after uh, you've dropped $50,000 at the uh, University of Alabama, $500 is like, well, and what I tell people, there's two reasons I price it is one, I, you know, it takes money and time and to, to produce the material. Sure. But two, if people, you know, if they, oh, I can find this on, on the internet for free, or I can apply online, I can just push one button and find my dream job. It's like, really? But here's the thing. If you don't spend the money, you're not going to show up and do the work. And it is work. I mean, it, it is work. worthwhile this work, right? It is work. And I don't think people understand how much work it is until they're in that spot and they realize it's four weeks later and I still don't have any traction anywhere, right? Right. And right. then you got to start realizing, okay, well, maybe it's, I got to look at it differently. And so they either run into a friend, run into themselves, whatever it might be. With the John, so he had, um, I gave him your course. You went to go look at it and he came back and he said, then here's the catch. He says, here, there's a price. And like you say, it's like, well, look, you know, if that's not that much in the grand scheme of things, right? You and, know, what and, I tell what I tell students is, look, you know, you pay, if you pay 500 bucks, that's one, if, you know, entry level engineers are going to make about 50, $52,000 and it's a thousand dollars a week. I say, you're going to get a job. If I can get you a job a week faster, you're money ahead. <laughs> right. And if I get, if I get you just one job, just, just one, one job, job that's right. a week faster versus what the pace you're going, which is going to put you out, you know, three more months. Is it right. worth, is it worth 500 bucks? Right. And all of the angst involved, you know, it's just kind of like, uh, it's a lot like, um, travel agents, you know, travel agents, if you, if you think you can go to, let's say, go to France or something where you don't speak the language, you don't know the culture, you don't know which hotels are good or not, you can book your own flights, your own schedule, you can do it all yourself online. You certainly can. But boy, it sure is nice and easy if you have a, a travel agent who gives you a map and a roadmap and says, here's the good places. We've done this enough. We trust these hotels. We entrust this service. You're going to have a great path. And then if you tell them, hey, you know, this is what I'm looking for. They'll say, well, just for a little bit extra, we'll give you a travel, a, a guide who will actually walk you to each site. And then uh, then it just makes it, it's magic. And so I just tell people, anytime you try something that's well outside your comfort zone, like a job search, it really helps to have someone who's an engineer who goes, okay, I get it. I kind of understand that what you're looking for. And who's a recruiter and goes, that works and that doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, what better guide could you ask for? 
I mean, you think about it, right? So you're so you're in a the experience, right? You go through, and I I got to um, uh, you know ride the coattails of a couple of John sessions, right? And, and see yeah. how, how it went, right? And you're in a community with other people that are going through the same experience that you are, right? Right. Um, so they get to relate and they get to learn from each other if they're gonna engage. Yes, you're a recruiter. Yes, you understand networking. And then in addition, like we have methods, right? To help you get to decision makers right right is 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 at the end of the day if, if you've never hired anybody you've never been through a corporate hiring process you won't understand what it takes to get there right um right. and that that so they that was that's a big explanation of that and then and on top of that it's just the human piece which is you know you need someone needs they need somebody to do a job. So how do you, it, so it's not like they don't want to talk to people. It's like, you know, you got to go through the process. They'll be glad to talk to somebody if they feel like I got a shot at it, right? Right, absolutely. And just having the hope. And what was interesting was, is when John joined the class, you know, I said, there's, there's three steps, you know, or four steps. But the first step is you got to have a good resume. And most kids know that they have a good resume. But then you got to have a great LinkedIn profile. And the reason I say that is because this day and age, over the last 10 years, since LinkedIn has really grown and become more influential, everybody looks at it as kind of your professional, you know, res online resume is what a lot of people think about it. I look at it and say, it's not a resume. It's not boring. This is, can be as exciting as your creativity can make it. It, because people 100% of the time, if they see your resume, they're going to go to your LinkedIn profile and go, is he any good? <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's marketing, right? That's really what it is, right? It's, and it's, it's absolutely, it's targeted marketing. Yes, and that's absolutely. what it is. So there's a difference between a resume, right? And then how do you catch someone's eye and get a sense of, oh, this is, and, and relate to, and quickly relate with graphics, pictures, whatever it might be, that this is somebody that's going to be a, a potentially a good fit. Because right. I have to make the investment of my time to interview, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. And, and it, it just follows up. And I tell people, I said, look, LinkedIn can either be your best friend when you're looking for a job, or if you look at it as just a boring resume, I'd say, it's it's better to not have a LinkedIn profile than have one that's done poorly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's how we present yourself to the world. It's like, you know, you show up in an interview in shorts, cut off shorts, you know, a, a wife beater shirt, and you know, you haven't shaved in five days, and you're just like, "Can I have a job?" And they're like, uh, "No." <laughs> no. It's um. No. Yeah. You know, so, so I guess, you know, I hadn't even thought about that. You know, I didn't think I had to worry about that with John, you know, that you're going to go on an interview, you got to have a, an image and a presence. And, you know, it's just, it's just manners and courtesy, right? Correct. Some people probably might not have that. And maybe you'd have to do a little uh, reschooling. Well, we all are engineers. And, you know, most of us, we think differently. We think, well, if I can solve the problem, then they're going to yeah. want me. And I'm cool. like, you know, uh, yeah. you know, you, do you think that's it, all they want? Do you think that's all they want from you? It's just somebody who's going to solve a math problem or whatever. No, it's they, going to want, they want someone who's going to fit in on their team, who's going to be fun to work with. And is yeah. also 
very competent at the skills that they've learned and that they're going to grow and add to the value to the team. Yeah. It's, so it's, I, I think John's experience was really, um, you know, in, in that regard, it was, it was very positive. Um, I even, you know, some of the stuff I, I, I learned in the couple of sessions I thought were, was extremely um, powerful, which I think it was the, the graphics behind your name, right? That, that slot that's open and, yeah. and you pointed that out. And I, I forget, I, I, I might've missed the week you pointed it out, but the next week, one of your John's student, you know, your students that in John's class yeah, on this really cool, had that pipeline, had that whole refinery infrastructure behind it. Was it. So cool. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. It was so cool. It was not just cool. It was so cool that you go, oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, your eye went straight to it and said, Straight wow. to it. Yeah, absolutely. Went straight to it. And, you know, and, and John really did a fine job on his as well. And, and then that, so that was the first weeks. Get your LinkedIn profile, make it look as good as you can. Because I just tell people, look, it's worth, you know, it's at least worth a thousand times more than your resume. Because once you get a job, you stick it in the folder, nobody ever sees it. But your LinkedIn profile is putting your image out there day after day, 24-7 with your peers, with your boss, with your competitors, with your potential clients, if you're trying to sell someone. Yeah. So... You know, I just tell, look, if you want to be a professional engineer, you got to worry about your image. And that's the place where you're holding out. And it's up to you. You get to have it as sharp or as shoddy as you want it to be. Right. I learned, um, I have learned that out of every job, out of the number of job opportunities, roughly 10% are gotten through just the job application, you know, get past the screening, you know, 20% is done through LinkedIn and, but the remaining 70% is entirely networking. Yeah, absolutely. Entirely networking, right? Well, and that, that, and here's the thing is, is that that other 70% are the jobs that are not posted, that are not advertised. Right. So it's the hidden job market. It's, you know, when the boss walks in and goes, Hey, you know, we've got a hole in our market or we just, Hey guys, we just want a cool project. Woohoo! And they say, well, we've got five more roles that we need to fill. Does anybody know someone who's good? Yeah. And, and the reason they do that is, you know, cause it's a cheaper and they already have it. You know, if you recommend someone, if you recommend someone, you're putting kind of your own reputation on how well they're going to fit into the team and how well they're going to perform. Yeah, so, I, I think the acid test on any, any, anything that you that you believe in and believe is great is if you will refer it to your friends, right? And, and and because so that's that tells you how far you have to go in believing in something. To, to put your personal reputation on the line to sell right. somebody, right? Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. Well, and it was so interesting. So he first week he did that, and then I said, okay, now that you've, you're ready to go to market, so to speak, I said, you got a great LinkedIn profile. Let's take the second step and start identifying companies that you want to talk to, because if 70% of the jobs are if 70% of the jobs are, are not even advertised, you just go, well, how do I find these people? How do I know yeah. what's there? Right. 
And uh, so we identified that. And what was so funny was the third week he came to class and he was like, well, Pat, I saw this really great job opening. I think it's got my name written on it. And I was like, okay, great. Who is it? You know, and, and I've been at Atlanta for 30 years. <laughs> and I was like, I'm, it's my job to know every civil engineer and every structural engineer in Georgia. That's my right. job. You know, you could just say, look, I know everybody. Well, leave it up to your son to find a company I'd never heard of. And I was just like, what? And I was just like, who is it? And he goes, oh, you know, it's this company down in South Atlanta. I was like, all right, let me look them up. We looked them up together on the screen. And I went, probably going to be him, him, or, yeah, those two. That's it. And I said, just reach out to him. And, and I guess I'd like to hear your story, how that went. Did he tell you how that went? Well, yeah. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's a classic sort of, you know, he's processing it and he's thinking how he's going to do it. And, and I'm not sure if it's procrastination, you know, which I would say there's, it can come, some of that is probably comes by honestly, right? Got to build up some emotional yeah. capacity to just lean in. And I, so I said, I, I, I was sitting there and said, well, just ring him up. Okay. Or do something in LinkedIn, do something and reach out to him. I said, if it's a small firm and they're looking for people, somebody's going to do something. And he did. And he's, and, and he's sitting there talking to me. I said, well, he'll probably read it, you know, in the next hour or so or whatever. He might even call you back. And he goes, yeah, he goes, he goes, he just called like three minutes ago and I had the phone on silent. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You better Note call yourself. If you send out a connection request, turn your phone on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you need, you might want to turn your phone on in case someone actually does call you, right? That's you know? so funny. That's so funny. Yeah, so it, was, it, was that, it was that quick, and he was really surprised, right? I, I, shocked, I think. Yeah. yeah, and, I'm, yeah. I, and 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 what did it? How that conversation go? Why did he call him? Because well, somehow John knew through one of these job boards that somebody had looked at his resume. And in oh, fact, okay. they had, they had, he got some flag that somebody had looked at his resume three or four times. And, and he said, but, I, and that's how he found this, this, this job board and he found this company. And so he went okay. to go check them out Yeah. and um, found out they were, um, that they had, were checking out his resume. And he goes, who are these people? So he checks them out and I kept saying, well, why don't you go look them up in LinkedIn and find out who they are and maybe you can contact somebody. And he was just, you know. Meanwhile, we just wait and we think something else is going to happen. I don't really know, but right. he, um, I said, and I just, I think it came back to us like, go ahead and do it. And so that when it was the president of the company, because it's a small firm, right? Right. Small firm. And he calls him up and he goes, yep. He goes, thanks for reaching out. And he goes, we are looking for people. And I think that's all it really took was John taking the action because the guy's like, well, hell we're looking, we've been looking at his resume. Now he's calling me. And, um, that's 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 how quick it happened, and then it was like, oh, let's have a conversation. He talked about some things, and then they, they, next thing you know, they went for an interview, and he went down, met two people, maybe three, yeah, and came back. And so his big dilemma at that point is, well, it turned into into an offer, and he's like, ah, oh, this is that. now it's like, okay, company, I could do the work, like it. It's but it's now South Atlanta, and now he's got to figure out his lifestyle, where he's going to do, right. and. Um, and it turned out to be uh, he 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 has made that decision and he's living with it and he loves it. He's having a good time with it. I mean, of course, he's getting started in life, right? So he's, cool. He's, he's started up. They signed him up for a four-year 
the four-year commitment, they will get him a PE. They will get him on his on, the, on his PE. They've got he's already signed up for is it is it the EIT these days or whatever it is that um, yeah. you have to go through, but you're signed up for and they sponsor you. They they sponsored him in the first week. Wow. Well, you know that's just so exciting and in in the the real and you know sometimes it takes a while to kind of generate that emotional strength to say okay I'm going to try and just and 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 I tell people I say you know there's different ways to reach out and connect but one way is just to pick up the phone and call and I said here's the thing and I kind of teach this in my one in 1000 courses you don't know whether they are just dying and go man we just wish somebody would show up and and be the right person. Uh, we oftentimes tend to think, oh, they're busy. They don't want to talk to me. I'm not good enough. Da 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 da. And and neither one of those are really true. It's probably somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But but if you don't make a call, they're not going to have any idea who you are. And and I tell people the reason why I say it's one in a thousand is is I've been doing this for almost ten years now, and. I've had literally 10,000 people apply online for jobs that I post. And I've, I've maybe have only had maybe 10, 10 or 15 people call me up and go, hey, Pat, I applied for a job this morning online. I was just curious. I'm not sure if it was the right fit, but I was just curious. Did you one, see my resume? Because there's a lot of times I don't ever see them. Because all LinkedIn or, or Indeed gives me, all Indeed gives me is a name and a where you worked and and maybe how many years experience they don't even show a resume so i was like the answer is always no i haven't seen your resume no matter yeah. how good you are yeah. and and um and you know i'm busy i've got other things going on and i may have five or six jobs and there may be in different orders of importance how you know how much the client wants so there may be jobs where people apply on a job and i may not see it for a week two or three weeks and and this is my own money. <laughs> I always have to be careful about this because my wife's going, you pay for stuff and you don't look at it. And I'm like, <laughs> so, I mean, these aren't company monies. This is Pat Bachelor's money. <laughs> and if I'm paying money and I don't see a resume because I'm working on another project at that particular point, you know, it go on indeed, it goes from, you know, 30, you know, 15 people applied to 16 people to 17 people I wouldn't even know it so only to have 10 people call me it happens so rarely and I'm a recruiter so they should be absolutely calling me because I'm the person who theoretically can help them go place to place right but a company like you're talking about they're down in South Atlanta it's hard to attract people down to the south side of town just because of the location and most it's a little bit more rural than maybe what's on the north side, but um, so they are they're really if they're advertising they're paying real money just like I am they're hoping they can attract someone to move down right. to the south side of town right and so but you know they don't know exactly well you know and so just the initiation I just say look if you'll just initiate and just hit connect with them on LinkedIn. And then if they do connect, it's just a virtual handshake. Right. And then you just call them up. And, and there's a fine line between being audacious and being obnoxious. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
But if they're advertising, they absolutely, you know, will want to hear from you. So, well, uh, you know, even if, you know, if they're not, if it's something you like, and, you know, when you're starting out, it's hard to know what you like. And the other part is, when you're first starting out, you have no idea what it's like to be a general manager of any kind in this company, and you need to hire people. And it's not like you're just sitting around and say, oh, I need to hire people. And oh, I have six positions I need to fill, which is, oh, I don't know, probably going to be 18, 24 interviews by the time it's all said and done, right? Maybe less, but you know, right. Um, and then how many resumes you have to go through and I'll just do this and I'll get the recruiter, get them on the phone, have them come over here and they'll come in the next day with 150 resumes. And I'm just, that's not the way it works. Oh, let's see, I have a crisis. I have this I have to do. My boss is calling about this. Oh, I'm on vacation for a week. Um, and then I come back and we have the day off and somebody's sick. And it's like, in that process, I might get the time to go look at resumes that somebody's put together in front of me, right? Right. I might. And maybe, maybe. Maybe. And there's a lot of other stuff that goes on. So it's not like it's just a full-time job to hire people I mean, I know recruiters do that to screen, but they don't make the hiring decisions. So the hiring decisions are the managers, right? Right, absolutely. Well, and it was interesting. I was talking with a friend of mine who's a chemical engineer. He's about ready to graduate from Georgia Tech. And same thing he was talking about. He goes, well, the recruiting process is, is they had a recruiting fair this year. They did it all on Zoom. And he said, but you get in there and there'll be a queue, a line of, you know, for like Georgia Pacific or something. And I'm not sure why they didn't give them slots, but, you know, he said, you'll just get in line, so to speak. And you're sitting there waiting around and he looks at it and he goes, okay, there's 25 people in front of me. And then he goes and has lunch. He comes back. Okay. There's six people. He said, I sat there for, it was three hours in line. I got to interview with one company. Right. And I said, well, who was it? You know, and he goes, oh, it's this firm. And I said, I know those guys. <laughs> and I said, I said, well, let's just do something here. Just trust me with this. He goes, okay. So we went on LinkedIn. I said, let's just do a quick search. And I think we narrowed it down to like six people that were in that department because he was a chemical engineer. And I said, it's probably going to be that guy or that guy. But even these two or three others are going to be in the department. They're going to know. Yeah. And I said, why don't you just call them up? He says, you know, they're interviewing. So I said, just call, you know, connect with those guys on LinkedIn, reach out and connect with them and then follow up with, an, with a, just a note or call them. And I said, and you can find out, oh, who's making the hiring decision? What's the, what are they looking for? Is it a good place to work? Or are they a bunch of jerks? You don't know. <laughs> yeah. And so I said, you do all of that with those people, but this is the guy. And he goes, all right, I'll try it, you know, and I'm just so excited to see how it works for him. But, you know, you just, and I said that way, you know, I just think it's surprising that people go, well, the way you find a job is you go online and you hit one button and you find your dream job. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Yeah, let's, let's, well, why don't we just do a poll and find out how the hundred people in this room, how many people found their dream job by pressing the button? Right. Right. One it, time. One time, by the way. One time. Right. It, it never, it rarely happens, you know. And, right. And, and, you know, even, you know, I just think about, you know, even baseball players, you know, you see, you know, Freddie Freeman, he's probably one of the best. He was MVP this year. 
was in Atlanta Bray. But the last time I checked, he goes out there every day and practices <laughs> hitting. Right. I was like, of anybody in the world that really doesn't need more practice, it's him. <laughs> and then you realize, oh, why is he so good? Because he goes out there every day and practices. Yeah. And so yeah. job hunting and is is it takes practice and it takes coaching and it mm -hmm. takes like you say pick up the phone or hit the send button on linkedin and just kind of <laughs> <laughs> you know just hit send and see you know what happens and yeah it's it's just a fun process so it worked for john and he landed his job what three and a half weeks yes i oh, which yeah, is I think so. yeah. which is i i I don't think there's going to be too many people that can beat that. Honestly, I think that was he. He is a bit of an aberration. Yeah. But but the other people that were in the course, I've talked to them over the last couple, you know, three weeks as I've started interviewing a year later. Going, yeah. how's it going? And they're like, it works, man. It works. I mean, they all bring it up. They're just like. <laughs> And one guy goes, yeah, I was telling my girlfriend, I said, you need to get on LinkedIn. You need to do this. And she's looking at him going, and she goes, how are you such an expert? He goes, well, you know, <laughs> but it works for him. And now it's just so fun because this is a skill set. It is a skill set that's not taught and certainly not in engineering school. No. Because LinkedIn hadn't been around but 10 years. Right. You know, and and so, but it is a skill set. And once you learn it, you can apply it week in, week out, and it's going to help you for the rest of your career. Yeah, it's um, so, just so it's, excited it's, about it. It's um, it, it's it's really great. And I've um, you know, you taught some great techniques, and 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 LinkedIn changes, right? You know what they offer, what used to be for free, they now offer money. You know, LinkedIn yeah, premium. well, they definitely turn for profit, no doubt, right? right? Then. As they should, right? But you don't have to pay for those services forever, right? So you're going to be right. sitting there for the period when you're hunting. And I think you, we say it, you know, job hunting, right? You have right. to hunt for the job, right? It's, right. it's, and guess what? You know, hunting, it's not, it's not just reach out and catch it. It's hunting, right? Right. Well, and it's a little bit of both. You know, one way you have to, you have to kiss a lot of frogs to find a prince or a princess. Yeah. Um, so there is some of that. But then the other part of it is, is, you realize, you know, you're developing some relationships with people and, and no today might not be no in a year or two or five years down the line. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was interesting. I, I'll go ahead and date myself. I'm going to jump in there. When I first moved to Atlanta, uh, about the second year I was here, I worked for an engineering firm. And then literally, you know, I, I worked for my boss and he moved on and I moved on. And then when I became a recruiter, I had my list of people that I wanted to reach out to. I called him. And he goes, he said, I said, Bob, I'm going to be a recruiter. And he's like, really? You're going to be good at that. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, let me tell you, it was 25 years later. So we had both moved on in our career. And but I was just entry level. Then 25 years later, OK, I'm moving out of engineering into recruiting. And he's like, you're going to be good at it. And matter of fact, I need somebody. And he was <laughs> my first client I ever have. And I still, he still uses me now. And it's just like, so the relationships and the people that you're connecting with on LinkedIn right now, it's not just connecting. How many people can I connect with? 
it is there is a it's a balance right it's the the art of of loose connections you know it's yeah staying in connect hey we connected a while back you know and it might be no for now but it might be yes in two years or four years or six years right you just don't know so that's why you start you you make the connections you you know you throw grass seed on it and then you hope it blooms up and you you know you water it every now and then and you know make a post on linkedin say a shout out you know there's a there's hundreds of techniques to stay in touch you know my favorite is is i i call it the uh it's just a happy birthday hey shout out happy birthday everybody likes getting a call yeah and um and if you'll do that just that one thing with you know kind of the 80 20 principle and I'll, I'll teach on that someday but it's the technique i use to try and stay in touch with people that mean the most to you you know yeah so you know i think um that's all very important stuff the relationship building right and understanding that you know yeah. the networking right um yeah. after a while it becomes a very personal decision meaning you know people right and my my point is you know people and you and and you can go to people and that's that's about your network and somebody i've met in this whole um networking process he he wasn't um a recruiter that i was ever going through but i knew he was a recruiter he was a um an acquaintance through the family and he said look he finally said if you've ever got any questions on a company he said come to me he goes he goes, he says, this is not bragging. He says, but I've got, I've got like 1800 connections. He goes, I know everybody in this town, just like, you know, everybody in Atlanta or Georgia, that's in the civil engineering firm in his realm. He said, I, I know everything that's going on. He says, not only that, I know when the initiatives are starting for these companies because right. they're hiring because they have this project or that project or whatever it's going to be. Yeah. And they're funding, you know, $30 million into this and they need to hire to get it done. It's like, and so that's where they start looking for people, right? Either moving or they need the skill sets, they need to build it up. And yeah. that's, that's, that's invaluable. You think about it, right? It's, Absolutely. You know? Yeah. You know, recruiters kind of, <laughs> you know, some people look at them like used car salesman. Hey, anything I can say to get you to, you know, switch jobs <laughs> or take an interview. And, you know, and I just go, well, that, that may, there may be some truth to that. It's not kind of how I work, but, but, uh, but they are connectors and they do know, uh, not just about one job, but they may, you know, they may say, well, you're not quite the right fit for this one, but there's, you know, there's five or six other firms, you know, other opportunities as well. But they, so it just, you know, it just depends. And you have to kind of learn that, that process, but, um, you know, being connected with recruiters, is one of the types of people that you certainly want to be intentional about connecting yeah, with, especially they, they, if they're in your niche yeah. yeah they have the pulse of the community right they, yeah. they they know what's going on and that's probably because yeah. they not only do they know who's hiring they know who's letting go right, right. <laughs> so, right. Or, so it's up in their hands like you know which company you go look I, i'm just giving you advice here don't go work for that company or or you know, sometimes it's our company because that guy's a real jerk. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, they're engineers. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. well, well, Ken, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Um, and thank you. If it's going to be all right, what I'm planning on doing with this is, you know, just posting it online as a success story. And, 
And uh, I, I'm just excited for John, thrilled for John that he landed yeah. that job during COVID. Well, and I had to tell him, I said, I said, John, you are the only person I know that's been hired during COVID. Right. This was in May, right? This was in May. He graduated. I said, I didn't know. It was people, it was all negative. Everything was headed down, right? It was people pretty bad. And I said, you're the only person I know that's been hired. So, right. Well, he took your advice and then he also initiated, he did his homework. He, he was, he's a superstar, you know? And yeah. uh, so, so excited for him. And it sounds like he's really enjoying his work. So yeah, it's very cool. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, Ken. Thanks for the shout out. And uh, like I said, I'll probably be posting this the next week or two on, online and as a success story. And, and hopefully other people, you know, will gain insight from just this conversation. They'll go, oh, you know, one of the, the hardest things to do this day and age, just get noticed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it really is. It's hard to get noticed because it's like, you know, stay at home. We don't want you breathing on us. So yeah. It's hard to get noticed, you know, no matter how good you are. So. Yeah, well, I think, you know, that's another thing you had some good techniques on. So I think there was a lot to, a lot to learn. And it's not about engineering, right? It's about understanding the interviewing process, the hiring process, who's looking for what. The, there's, right. the actual, there's the actual environment, the, net, the companies that are in the area, right, that right, you have. Right. But how do you get to someone as you, to take notice? How do they come up? How do you? How do you like bing? What was that thing? And I, oh, right. look at there, you know. It's like, huh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget John's reaction. We looked and I said, oh God, he just called. They've already called me. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So it was uh that was a that was a real salient teachable moment. So exciting. So exciting. Yeah. Well, good deal. Right. Well, Ken, take care and uh appreciate your time today. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Wasn't that great? If you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe on either Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit DIYEJS.com to learn more, to get free resources, and to dig deeper with one of my workshops. So until next time, happy job hunting, be safe, do good work. God bless and see you next time.